good morning. It's Pastor Maria Murphy, and this is Morning Prayer. Come on in. Uh, I am going to just pull our feet up so I can greet you this morning. Bless the Lord. Here we are. Make sure my volume is down. I don't want to be uh, making a lot of noise here. All right, there we go. So as you come in, say hello, and I'll greet you. It is uh, Thursday. Uh, December the 22nd, hard to believe, just a couple days from now. Good morning, Mr. Eric. God bless you. A couple uh, days from now, uh, we will be with family and or, you know, with whomever we're celebrating uh, Christmas with. Interesting. Time's just going by so fast. And so uh, I encourage you to just stay in joy and peace and uh, I could just uh, imagine, I always think of that, you know, like the world uh, before Jesus came. And it talks about how those who were in darkness saw a great light. And uh, I just picture it like, you know, dark before Jesus came. And then the light came on because they were waiting for a while. They were waiting. Uh, uh, they wanted freedom from Roman rule. That's what they kind of thought uh, when Jesus was coming, that this is what he was going to bring about for them. And they were surprised. <laughs> Good morning and happy Thursday to you, Ivan. God bless you today. Hallelujah. So um, we've been just looking at Jesus' birth this week and just taking some lessons from uh, his birth. And today I just wanted to look at uh, when the, the Magi went and visited Jesus. Now, it wasn't at his birth. Um, some, some think that, you know, our nativity scenes show the Magi there, you know, uh, as part of the nativity scene, but Jesus was about two years old and he was not in Bethlehem when the Magi came. He was actually in Nazareth. They had left Bethlehem and they were in their home in Nazareth. He was about two, uh, they estimate. And so, um, it wasn't, he was, they were not part of the nativity. They came after the fact. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. Thank you for joining us. Um, so yeah, so uh, let's look at Matthew chapter two. Uh, this is, he gives, Matthew gives the account of the Magi coming to, and it's interesting that he would, because remember he was, you know, about money, Matthew was. And uh, these guys were very rich and powerful. <laughs> so he chose to put this in his account. Good morning, Jean, God bless you. Uh, so it says, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east uh, came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and we have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you Bethlehem in the land of Judah are not the least among the rulers of Judah for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem. Notice they went to Bethlehem. He was sending them to Bethlehem, but the star led them to Nazareth, which is uh, how God works, isn't it? And go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring him, uh, bring back the word to me that I may come and worship him 
uh, also. When they heard the king, they departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the ch young child was. It wasn't an infant at this time. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. When they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts to him, gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. And so this is the story of the Magi, the wise men. And you hear that, uh, why, you know, wise men still seek him. And it's true, right? If we're wise, we're seeking him. Uh, but the Magi, uh, they were a mix of people who were politicians. Uh, some were religious uh, uh, priests, and then some were scientists. And it's believed that Daniel, remember Daniel in the lion's den? It's believed that Daniel was the head over all the Magi, the Magi in Babylon. Because remember, he was uh, blessed to uh, be able to tell, and he was very uh, proficient in telling what dreams meant and prophesying and, and visions, uh, telling what visions uh, interpret visions and so uh, they put him over the Magi and so uh, he prophesied about the birth of Jesus as well and it's believed that the Magi uh, really held strong to those beliefs because they really trusted Daniel and so that's probably the word that this, these Magi had when they came into Jerusalem uh, and they kept asking it said they kept asking uh, the Magi were powerful influential people and a king uh, most of the time was terrified of them because they were the ones you could not be king in this area in this region without the endorsement of these magi they were very powerful if they endorsed you you know you got that kingship if they didn't you did not and so uh, even Nero rolled out the red carpet for them when they came uh, to his place because and he was known to just kill anybody uh, but he was terrified of them and look at how Herod received them too uh, and Herod was known to be crazy and he would kill people too look at he killed all the children and so um but they were uh very influential very powerful and they didn't travel in a small company so people that say there was three wise men uh there was probably more like 12 or more they traveled with big caravans they had bodyguards they also uh, had, you know, the best transportation uh, in that day. And they had people assist them with the great treasures that they brought to Jesus. So it was a big caravan that went with them. And uh, when they went into Jerusalem, they were saying, uh, where is he, you know, that is called the king of the Jews. And when they use that word king in Greek, it's interpreted, where is the king of kings? Uh, it, it wasn't just, oh, where's this little king? It was, where is the king of kings? And uh, it, the highest and greatest ruler. That's what uh, got Herod's attention. Wait a minute, the king of kings. Uh, and so Herod was thinking, he's going to displace me. Good evening, Maricon. God bless you today. And so uh, the star led them to Nazareth. And, and it, that's great. Navigating people were navigated. They used the stars all the time to navigate. But there was something different about this one. It was brighter and it stopped stationary over the exact house where Jesus was. 
It was stationary. And so that is miraculous. And it says that they rejoiced exceedingly. And uh, it's, they essentially threw a party is what it says in Greek when they saw that the star had stopped and they're like, it's over a house. And then when they went inside, um, they, they went in there and they worshiped and, and the word worship here is they, they fall prostrate before, uh, the one who is superior to them. And these are rich and powerful and influential men bowing down. It says they kiss the ground, uh, when they fall prostrate before, uh, someone who they are worshiping. Uh, these people were the ones who made Kings. They made Kings Kings king makers. That's what they, cause they endorsed them. And then they did everything in their power to make sure that they were Kings. That's why Kings were terrified of them. If they didn't treat them right, they weren't Kings. And so, uh, they endorsed Jesus. They gave Jesus their endorsement as the highest King. Uh, he is the King of Kings. And so we can learn a lot from the story of the Magi. We can learn so much from them. They didn't let anything stop their pursuit of their worship for Jesus. They didn't let anything stop them. Uh, they, they were led by a star. Now we are led by the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. And he is the one who will lead us into worship. That is true. Uh, that is it's, it's Jesus said, uh, the father is looking for those to worship him in John four, uh, in spirit and in truth. Well, the Holy Spirit will help us to do that. He'll help us. He'll lead us. And so, um, it's important that we do that. Amen. Uh, that we do what they did and don't let anything stop our pursuit. When we have opportunity, uh, to praise and to worship, to come together, we take advantage of that. Amen. We're not distracted. We don't let, we're not lazy in our pursuit of Jesus. Amen. They were not lazy in their pursuit of Jesus. They did whatever it took. And so, um, there's many scriptures in the word of God that tell us to seek uh, the Lord. And, uh, one of them that I just looked at was, uh, in Luke chapter 12, verse 31, but seek the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. And, and that's in, uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 31, the word of God tells us anytime we seek, we'll find amen. Anytime we seek him, we'll find him. And it's so important for us to set aside the time to do that. Don't just think that, um, because it's worship, it's just going to happen. Uh, but no, uh, just like when we go to church, just because worshiping worship is happening in the church doesn't mean worship is happening in us. I have to be intentional. I have to participate. Amen. Just because I showed up and I'm standing there doesn't mean I'm worshiping the Lord. Uh, I can go to church, go to church, go to church and never worship God. Uh, and so, uh, it's not about going to church. It's about what I do when I get there. Am I actually opening my mouth and worshiping him? And so, uh, we worship him in a number of ways. And so, uh, it's, I think we can learn so much from the Christmas story and, uh, our worship to God and, and how it's not just about the words that we say or the songs that we sing, but it's our hearts. Are we worshiping him and seeking him with all of our hearts above everything else? Amen. 
And so uh, make that a priority as we're stepping into the new year. Maybe that's what we need to do is make that one of our goals is uh, let's be wise like the Magi and be resolute in our pursuit of the King of Kings. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just pray this morning. Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to come together with brothers and sisters of like precious faith. I thank you for each one who has joined us today or who'll join us later. We just thank you for them. I thank you, Father, that you are working in them both to will and to do of your good pleasure. And I thank you, Father, that our hearts uh, uh, desire you above anything else. Our hearts desire and uh, is, is to uh, learn more of you, to seek you with all of our hearts and to learn more of you. And we repent if we've been distracted from doing that, if we've allowed other things to come in and displace our time with you, uh, or uh, we haven't been intentional with our time. We repent of that because we know that, that your desire is to show us who you really are and to you want us to learn of you. Jesus, you said it, come learn of me. And, and if life is hard, we haven't learned of you the way we should because you said my, the, my way is, is easy. My burden is light. You, that's what you said. And so we thank you. We know we'll have opposition in this life, but with you, oh my goodness, you make it so much easier. And so we just make you our pursuit today. And uh, we just come before you uh, today, Father, with just open hearts, our ears and our eyes. Every time we come before you, we come with open hearts, open eyes, open ears. And, and we just acknowledge that you are here. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge that you are our wonderful uh, Savior, that you are our soon coming King. And we just worship you and give you all the glory and all the praise. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father. We praise you. We seek you with all of our hearts. And it says that when we seek you, we find you. And because you were never lost. <laughs> you were never lost. You're always there. Uh, but when we seek you and with a heart to know you, uh, then we can find you. Uh, our hearts are open to you. Uh, then when you speak, we hear you clearly. Uh, when, you, when you show us things, we see it clearly. We have clarity when we, our hearts are open to seeking you. And so we just thank you for that. We praise you, Father. We acknowledge your presence today. We acknowledge your joy. We acknowledge the patience that you have with us. We acknowledge your healing. We acknowledge your uh, provision in our lives. And we're so grateful for it today. We're so grateful, Father. We thank you. We bless you. And we acknowledge your presence in our lives, the precious Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, we love your ministry. I'm so, so, so thankful uh, for who you are and for what you do in our lives every day. And every day we hear you clearer and clearer every day because we're learning more about you. And the more time we spend with you, the more familiar we get with your voice and the way you do things and the way you lead us. We don't question if it's you because we've spent so much time with you and we're very familiar with your voice, very familiar with your voice. And so we thank you. 
We thank you for the ability to hear, for the ability to follow well. Oh, we thank you for it. We thank you for it. Oh, brastili brando sobre deshtele brando no bronda. Mangrende ijele brando no che ebra deshtele grando no cho. Lembra tanase ke neshtele brando rovosuta. Ligran deje braso gombra di ibrevi ichi nalanda. Grace, grace, grace. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that you have a heart of compassion to us. And we appreciate that, Father. And we extend that compassion to those around us, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We give all glory and honor to you today. Oh, we bless your mighty name, Jesus. The name that's above every name. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you that your perfect will is at work in each one of us. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. We serve an awesome and mighty King. We serve an awesome Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. How great and glorious is our God. We thank you in Jesus' name for everything that you are doing in our lives today. Whatever the need, Father, I thank you that you meet it today. You meet it today, Father. You see the hearts of every single one. And I thank you, Father, you know the need, you know the desire, and you meet those needs and those desires because you have an abundant supply an abundant supply of everything we need in Jesus name. We give honor and glory to you for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Good morning, Jean. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you both today. Hallelujah. We thank God for you. We thank God for each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us today. I just sense his peace today. There's nothing like his peace. Amen. There's nothing like it. And it never has to be depleted in our lives. Every day, every day, you can have a full supply of peace. Every single day, you can have a full supply of peace. And guess what? At the end of the day, you can still have a full supply of peace if you'll live your life in continual fellowship with him. Continual fellowship with him. Every time you have opportunity, every time that you have opportunity, thank him for his supply and it will never run dry. Never run dry. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for praising with me uh, and, and praying with me today. Tomorrow is Friday and we'll be praising the Lord. We'll be doing some Christmas carols and uh, singing some songs of praise as we celebrate him. If you're in the area on Saturday, we just have a birthday party planned for Jesus. I mean, that's really what this is about. You know, it's a candlelight service and you have candles because why? We have candles at birthdays. <laughs> we play games at birthdays and we're going to play a game together. 
uh, we are going to sing songs of praise and worship, have an anointed time of worship. And, uh, you know, and there are always sweets and treats at birthdays and we'll have a hot cocoa bar and, and some sweets and treats. We're just going to celebrate Jesus. It's his birthday. It's, we know it's not the exact day of his birthday, but he was born. And this is the time that the world celebrates and observes his birthday. So, Hey, he's, he's all for it. (laughs) And guess what? The guest of honor, Jesus is going to be there. (laughs) That's what's the most glorious thing because he said we're two or more are gathered in his name he's there and so just come out to the birthday party for Jesus that we're going to have on Saturday at four and uh, we're just excited about that amen bless the Lord well we'll see you tomorrow have an awesome day I love you